Welcome to The Thriving Life, where we help women navigate the world while wearing multiple hats. On this podcast, you'll be equipped with mindset, strategy, and skills that will help you lead your life, thrive, and have it all without sacrifice and burnout. I'm your hostess, Uma Oguta, and I'm here to make having it all less intimidating. So grab a seat, kick your shoes off, and let's talk. When you're used to things being difficult, don't be surprised that you feel uneasy as soon as things start to feel a little bit easy. In fact, I would dare to say that if this is happening, it might be a signal that you're committed to heart. If this is you, not to worry. We're going to talk about it on the podcast today. I recently had an experience that I want to share with you, and I also want to share some of the tools that you can use to support yourself and start to decouple yourself from this attachment to our commitment to things being hard. If this is your first time on the podcast, welcome. I'm so glad that you're here. My name is Uime. I'm a food and body image coach turned general life coach, helping women navigate motherhood, career, and life. And women come to me when they've tried all the things to stop feeling guilty about work. They want to leave work at work and be more present with their children or their partners at home and it's still not working. So I get to help them create work-life boundaries, teach them emotional mastery and time management so that they can create this amazing life that they want without burnout. I'm so excited that you're here. And speaking about committed to heart, I was thinking about this a few weeks ago when I was in the throes of writing the final report for my practicum and I was really struggling. I knew what I wanted to do, but I just couldn't keep up with my writing deadline. <laughs> I kept getting distracted and I started getting really frustrated with myself. And I remember just one time I was meditating and praying and then I started to journal and I realized that there was a part of me, which is my old conditioning that I'm still working through, that was still hanging around. And that was the part of me that's committed to things being hard. And it was such an interesting realization because I know that that thought was rooted in a past experience that I had. So the last time that I got a school degree, if you're familiar with my story, that was when I was misdiagnosed with IBS. I had worked really hard. I was working 40 hours a week. I was volunteering and I was doing so many things. I had a lot of commitments outside of work. I was also pregnant and I barely had any sleep. I wasn't eating well. I was a bit of a mess if I do say so. And it was so fascinating to me because now my body somehow was like, well, we're getting this degree, you know, we're supposed to be stressing out, we're supposed to not be sleeping well, not eating well, and none of that has happened. Things have just been relatively easy, I would say, and my brain is a little confused. <laughs> my brain just couldn't compute. So those last few weeks, it's almost like I had to work extra hard just so I could feel like I deserved to be done. And I'm sure a lot of you can relate to this. A lot of you know what that feels like. You know, you may have learned it when you were a child, or maybe you see people around you struggling, or you just bought into this idea that things can't be easy for people like you, right? And then you think that you have to strive and work extra hard just to experience something good in your life. I see this a lot with my clients because a lot of the work that we do is just to get them to start thriving and still create amazing results. So it feels uneasy and they get a little bit scared and they think, well, I can't be doing all of this. I can't be making all this money and I'm working way less. I can't be having so much peace and I still have people around me. 
And this is when a lot of us start to go into this self-sabotaging behaviors because we want to put things back into order. We might even discount the good things that are happening. We might avoid them, right? There are different ways that a lot of us respond to it. And when you notice it in yourself, it might feel easy for you to just start to feel frustrating like I felt, or you might be asking yourself, you know, I don't know what's wrong with me, or you feel mad about it. And that's all okay. You're allowed to feel however way you want to feel. But I also want you to remember that you're not a wrong or bad person. You've just been living with a thought error that things have to be hard. And the good news is that you can change it by changing your thoughts and how you start to relate with your life. And one thing I want you to recognize is that this is a pivotal moment where you get to choose to either live into the woman that you're becoming, this woman who is thriving and creating a life that she's madly in love with and doing so without burnout, or you can go back and stay small and subscribe to what feels normal. I'm using normal here in quotes, even if that's not serving you. You might recognize it rationally, but your brain sometimes might not get it. And so it's helpful to know this because if you choose to stay, which is not a problem at all, then you make a conscious decision and then you come along yourself and do so by taking radical responsibility to nurture yourself in that place. And that's okay. Maybe now's not the time. And the same applies if you choose to live into the future, then you do so and take full responsibility for the next steps that are going to help you to get through the experience. Either way, you're going to feel discomfort. So you get to decide whether you'd rather be uncomfortable and stay in what no longer serves you, or you get to be uncomfortable as you step into your future self. The choice is yours. The thing that helps in this moment is just to name the dominant feeling that you're experiencing and really think about what you can do to support yourself in that moment. So for me, while I was feeling frustrated I noticed that my instinct when I feel frustrated is to work harder, right? I'm trying to overcompensate and I try to do more so I can fix the situation. And so a part of my emotional care work, emotional care work is something I teach my one-on-one coaching clients, especially since so many of them are high achieving go-getters. So frustration is a big emotion for us. My emotional care work when I feel frustrated is just to stop. I step back and I go do something else. And so I stopped writing for a day. In spite of the deadline, I just went and I watched some shows. I took longer naps than usual. I did laundry, played with my kids. I intentionally did other things to keep myself busy. And every time my brain was like, we have a deadline, I'm like, yep, I know. And nothing has gone wrong. I also met the part of me, that hustle and grind we may, and reminded her that things are different now. I had to remind myself that I don't need to be sick. I don't need to have like sleepless nights and not eating well to deserve my paper being written or to have my degree. I had to remind myself that things get to be easy now. And I showed all of the evidence of how things have been easy and it's been okay. And now the last thing to think about is who do you want to be? For me, I really thought about it because when I went into my master's, I was very conscious and I was committed to being responsible with my time, to making decisions quickly and showing up to do what I said I would do. I work full time. I've got three kids. I have a husband. 
I have other things outside of work and school. And so for me, that means I really had to be intentional about how I was approaching my schoolwork. And so what were the facts of this situation? I knew I had a deadline. I scheduled when I wanted to write. And then I decided what I wanted to include and just wrote when the time came. Was it easy? No, I kept getting distracted. And so what did I do? I turned off the notifications and then I reduced my effort in other areas of my life, the energy I was giving off in other areas of my life so I could have energy to focus on the work. Because for me, time management is a lot more than time. It's about energy management. I truly believe this. And for my clients who struggle with time management, this is a game changer for them. So once that was done, I completed my paper and I handed it in. It's so interesting because once that was done, I felt like, okay, what's the next thing? But then I had to remember that because I tend to lean towards my brain thinking that things have to be hard, it's almost like my brain wanted to find something else to try and fix just so I could feel better. And here's where celebration comes in. I think this is something that a lot of us don't think about because we're so committed to hard. We don't have time to, or we think we don't have time to be thinking about celebrations and it might feel like a waste of time. But I want to tell you that celebrations are quick ways that you can show your brain that things don't have to be hard to be good. Things don't have to be hard to work out. Things don't have to be hard for you to just be okay. When you celebrate, you're helping your brain and your nervous system to learn a new normal. Move beyond just saying it with your mouth. How do you mark it? How do you embody it? Because this is how you get to tell yourself that even though you don't exert as much energy as you used to, even if you don't spend sleepless nights grinding to achieve a goal, you can still achieve it and you can still be proud of yourself. That is how we deal with the commitment to hard. It's not a fact. Things don't need to be challenging for you to have a thriving life. It's easy for you to think that things need to be hard for it to be worth it. But I really want to challenge you to question that belief. What if things could be easy? And when you notice, what if your job isn't to try and fix yourself or go back? What if it's to sit in the discomfort of that? And then just ask yourself, who am I becoming through this? What is the new normal that I'm trying to create? Because guess what? Nothing has gone wrong. You've just lived your life committed to hard, and now things get to be easy. How about that? <laughs> if this resonated with you, I want to hear your thoughts. You can send me a DM on Instagram. I'm at Olive and Bliss Wellness, or you can send me an email. You can go to oliveandbliss.ca for all of my contact details to learn more about me and how I can support you. Thank you so much for joining me today, and I will talk to you next week. Until then, Keep thriving.